on this podcast. I am your host, Kayla Vance, and today I want to talk about journaling. Yes, as a therapist, this is something that I talk about often with my clients, and uh, it's usually one of the recommendations that I have as a potential coping skill for most people. And if you are listening or watching, you may be thinking some of the things that I've heard from my clients, which is, oh, that doesn't work. Um, so if you're one of those people, you can raise your hand, um, or you can just take note, um, because I've heard it before. I've heard a lot and I'm sure I will continue to hear it again and again. And that's kind of why I wanted to address this topic today as it, um, pertains to our mental health and our overall well-being. Um, I often hear that journaling is just, it's not for me. I've tried it and it didn't work. And that may be the case. I don't doubt that you felt that way. My only caveat or thought about that is that um, I wonder if you tried it long enough. I wonder if you tried it in the right circumstances. I wonder if you tried um, different types of journaling. And so in doing some research and um, looking into some more things on journaling, just to be able to talk more about it today, I um, learned about other types of journaling that maybe I hadn't considered before. Um, and, um, you know, learning different ways of helping other people think about journaling. Most types of journaling I've heard about, learned about, um, experience done, so I just want to say that if you're joining me today, let's dive in a little deeper and talk a little bit about the benefits of journaling, the different types of journaling that are out there, and then um, some of the tools, some of the things that you can use for journaling, depending on who you are and what you do, because there are lots of methods and lots of ways to journal. And maybe, just maybe, you haven't found the right kind or the right way for you. Is that fair to say? I think so. So um, <clears throat> why do therapists like myself um, or other providers in other fields recommend journaling? Well, one of the biggest benefits can be that it provides an emotional release, right? It's like a safe space for you to jot down and express your emotions, your thoughts, um, different things that you've been keeping inside. And maybe these are things that you wouldn't say to your partner or your best friend. Maybe they are. Um, maybe these are things that you just um, have on your mind. Maybe you're embarrassed to say them out loud. Again, maybe you're not. Maybe you do say these things to people. But oftentimes, a journal is a way to say things that maybe you aren't saying to other people. And um, it's a way to get that off your chest, out of your mind. I often hear from people when they come into my office for therapy, that therapy is like that release, that they've been keeping whatever it is inside until they get into my office and then they let it out and they tell me about it and they don't even need to hear anything from me because I will hear, gosh, I feel so much better. And it was just by verbalizing and getting out what they had inside and the act of doing that acted as that emotional release, but also acted as the um, way to process that information. So we, you know, when we have a, a lot of anxiety, um, we tend to just play things out in our head and we circulate them over and over and over and over and over again. And we think we're getting to a solution. We think we're, you know, coming to some kind of conclusion and, and we're working through something, but really we're just you know, we're like a broken record of ourselves. And that's where journaling can come into play. That's where talking out loud can come into play. 
This can also be um, a way you're know, thinking about how we process. So I've learned and it took me into adulthood to really figure out what kind of processor I am. Um, I'm a visual processor, hands-on processor. So um, a good example would be like recipes. Trying to follow a recipe is fine. I can do it. But if it's a more detailed recipe or something like that, I would much prefer to watch somebody do it. Do it with me. Let's do it in tandem. And I will grasp that concept a lot easier than if they're saying, you know, if I'm having to read the instructions, I can get confused. I'd be like, what? What are you talking about? Like, I just need to see it done. And then I can easily repeat it. Other people, that's not like them at all. They can read it, they can get it done, and that's how they process. Other people need to hear something. They don't need to see it. Um, and so when we process, we think about, you know, what kind of learner you are and, you know, how that thing is going, how that's going to, you know, um, be taken in with you and reciprocated and what you need to do to be able to learn something and take something away. So um, thinking about that when it comes to journaling for you, maybe an important step in having this type of skill work for you. Um, as I kind of already said, another benefit is just gaining clarity and insights. So that's that processing piece. When you write stuff down, it can help you organize your thoughts, clarify them. Um, it can help you know, can lead you to a better understanding and awareness of your own thoughts, your own feelings, and the situations going on around you just by writing them down. Um, sometimes when we journal, it can help with goals, setting goals, following through with goals. So we write them down, we follow along, um, we keep track. So that's another benefit that can happen with journaling, uh, but not always. It depends on the type of journaling you want to do. And we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, it can help reduce stress. And it just goes along with the last few things I already mentioned. Writing them down, getting it out of your head helps reduce stress. It can help you communicate better because, again, you're writing your thoughts down. You're writing your experiences down. It allows you to articulate those thoughts and feelings that you're experiencing. And then you are able to then say them out loud and communicate better with the person or other people that you're trying to communicate with because you've already had the chance to get it out in a healthy way. Um, so it can add that little pause, right? Like if you've had an argument and you're just wanting to vent in your journal, you may get it all out and then you go, oh, right, maybe I'm, maybe I'm starting to see their perspective on something or maybe it's I'm able to clarify exactly how I want to say it and it'll come out better because I've taken the time and the moment to do that. Um, and it doesn't come out as negatively or as poorly and we have a better conversation because I was able to do that in the form of journaling. Um, it can help boost your creativity. Just the act of journaling, writing stuff down, writing your ideas down, writing your thoughts and your feelings down. It doesn't have to be about art or about creativity. Just the act of doing that encourages you to explore and create new ideas and come up with new perspectives. So that in itself helps you um, become more creative. Um, help can help with your problem solving skills. As I already said, like with communication, if it has to do with some kind of argument or some kind of disagreement, you are writing down your thoughts and feelings. And within that, you may start to notice patterns. You may start to consider other perspectives. You may then be able to visualize what is going on in your head and it may start to click for you. So I know that that can be the case for myself. Um, it can help you experience and express and, and notice gratitude. 
So when you are writing about things, whether positive or negative in your journaling, you may also then notice some of the um, positive things that are going on around you. And that may be a purposeful act, or it may just be something that happens be, because of the journaling that you're, you're doing. It can help with memory. So writing down your memories, writing down your experiences um, can help you to build and um, create a better memory for yourself. And overall, just um, helps with your personal growth. So you're growing as you're doing this. Okay, so like these are all the benefits of journaling, but does that mean that journaling is easy? No, I would say that journaling isn't easy. Now, for some people, journaling seems to be a really easy task. Uh, for other people, it seems to be really difficult to get into. And I can be one of those people. Um, I have waxed and waned with journaling throughout my life and have done different types of journaling. And I have some examples here. If you're watching, you can see some of the examples that I have um, had over time. So I had to pull these out as some references. Most of mine are are. are pretty similar though. So I haven't branched out into a lot of other things, but I have had clients, I've had friends and acquaintances that have done all kinds of different types of journaling and um, they can be very exciting and they can work for work for different people. So when I said in the beginning that you know, maybe if you thought journaling isn't for me and it doesn't work for me, I just wonder if you haven't been in the right circumstance if you haven't found the type of journal that is going to work for you um and you know, i always encourage my clients whenever we talk about any type of coping skill whether it be journaling or breathing or getting out and trying a new activity to that you really have to try it multiple times to really truly get a feel for whether this is going to work for me or whether i like this or don't like this you know, they say for young children, when you're giving them new foods that I think it's like 10 times you have to give them a food for them to really truly know whether they like or don't like it because they're getting used to that texture, their taste and all of that. And so the first couple of times they may spit it out and they may not like it, but as you go along, they may like it more and more um, every time you give it to them. And I know as an adult, I've, I've been through that. You know, I'm not a huge fish fan, but over time I've tried it, tried it in new ways, tried it in different ways. And I realize it's not so bad. Um, it's still not my favorite thing to eat, but, uh, I, I have learned which ways I like it, which ways I don't like it. So if I had just completely given up and, you know, decided I'm never eating fish or trying fish ever again, I wouldn't have realized what does work for me, what I do like and what I do prefer. So I had to put myself out there. I had to try those things. I had to do things differently to come to that conclusion. And the same thing can be true for exercises like journaling. So there are lots of different types of journaling. I'm going to give you a few. So if you are debating whether you want to try journaling, if you've um, you know tried it before and felt like it didn't work, maybe one of these will spark an idea for you. Um, so you know, take a listen, think about, you know, maybe exploring one of these things. Um, so there's different types of journaling. There's reflective journaling. And I think that's what most people think about when they think about journaling is, oh, I'm going to write down my thoughts and feelings and write down about my day and, you know, all the stuff that's on my mind. Um, but I just can't do that. Or, you know, you have to do it for so long. I think those are, um, 
thoughts that we get in our head and expectations. Like I have to write for a half an hour. Or I have to write for an hour. You know, they think there's a set amount of time they have to write for. And I always tell people, you know, do what feels right. Or um, maybe just start with a few minutes. You know, even if it's a minute, even if it's a minute, you know, writing down two sentences about your day or about a situation and that's it. Maybe that's all you write. That's okay. There's no judgment. This is about you. This is about what helps you. Now, if it's a class assignment or something, right, that may be a little different, but if this is for you and this is for your mental health and your well-being and you're wanting to try something new, don't force yourself to try to do something that's going to be too much because for sure, you're going to want to give up. You're not going to want to continue and that's going to suck for you. So try to start out small and build from there. Maybe you'll find that you do like it and maybe you'll set a timer for five minutes and then you'll realize you wrote for 10 minutes, you know, um, or you'll get to five minutes and think, oh, I could, I could keep writing. Like, I'm good. I got this. Good. That's awesome. Great for you. If you didn't do that, you never would have realized that it was okay. But maybe the next day you try to write and you only got two minutes worth. That's okay. There's no judgment. It's whatever's going to help and benefit you. So reflective journaling is exactly what it sounds like. You know, exploring your thoughts and feelings, digging a little deeper, bringing more awareness to yourself. Um, the one that I find really interesting, which I, um, I think they look awesome and they sound awesome and the um, versions that I've seen online look really cool. And I think to myself, man, I wish I could do that. Um, I know that I personally would not be able to do it, although it looks awesome and that's bullet journaling. So it uses more of like what we call concise or short entries, but it uses a very like structured organization, um, and like symbols and different things. And oftentimes the things I see, like every page is different. There's colors, there's lines, there's, you know, there's all kinds of creativity into it, but there's specific things that are going into this journal, right? There's different things that are being monitored or tracked. Um, and they can look really awesome. But to me, I, um, would struggle with having everything needing to be just so. And so for me, I know that that type of journaling wouldn't work, but for some people that, that have like that creative spark that have that, um, you need for organization that, maybe an awesome type of journal for you. So look up bullet journaling if you think that's something that would fit you. Um, there's like art journaling. So it maybe uses a combination of writing and some type of artistic um, like uh, visual elements. So it could be painting, it could be drawing, it could be collaging. So that could be as a type of journaling in and of itself. Uh, but art journaling. So that could be pages with lines. It could be pages that are blank. Um, it, it could really mean anything. So you could journal with art. It doesn't have to be words. So I've often encouraged people, sometimes like kids, just draw a picture. Draw a picture about what's on your mind or use colors. So maybe, you know, if, if you were a painter, maybe just like, we're going to throw some paint on it and it's the colors that I'm feeling right now. And so like, that's all it is. You know, you don't have to write anything. You could. Uh, and you can combine all kinds of things. Uh, so there's gratitude journaling. So where you specifically are writing down positive things that you're grateful for throughout each day, things that you notice that were good in your day. And this can often then foster a, a, um, attitude of, uh, gratefulness and appreciation. So oftentimes people who are struggling, who are depressed, who are very focused on the negative, this is the type of journaling or activity that I encourage them to do is just notice 
one, two, three positive things from your day, write them down or put them in a jar. So rather than in a journal, maybe it's on a piece of paper and you fill a jar with gratitudes and then you can use that to boost you, to help you when you are struggling. Look back through your journal at all the positive things, the things that you find difficult to notice on a bad day or a bad moment, or you open the jar and you find the gratitudes. Um, there's travel journaling. So I've um, gifted a travel journal to somebody who traveled um, a lot and it had different cool things in there to document, you know, where they went, when they went, what they liked and didn't like, the food, the sights. Um, there was places like to like a coin from each place they went or little artifact, like small things that they could keep from each place. Um, so if I was a traveler, if I did that, I might do something like that. I think that's really cool. So if you are a traveler, you can keep a travel journal and there are lots of, you know, Etsy uh, creators and um, artists out there that make them specific with all of these features in them that could be beneficial for you if, if that's something you're interested in. Um, Again, another thing I think that people think of when they think of journaling is like a stream of consciousness. And that's where it's you're just writing what comes to mind. So I had teachers do this multiple times growing up in school, whether that was, you know, middle school, high school, college, where it was, here's a piece of paper and here's a pencil. And when I say go, start writing. And that can seem very daunting um, because you're like, whoa, 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 what am I going to write? And so what I tell people is like, maybe it starts out something like my therapist told me I needed to write something. So I'm writing something and I don't know what to write because I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. And you just write that. And some people it's a word and they're just writing the word until maybe something comes up, something comes into your mind and that's all you're doing. There's no judgment about what it is. You're just writing what comes to mind. And sometimes that can lead to these other types um, of journaling. If you're having trouble, sometimes stream of consciousness, consciousness can be very effective for people. For some people, that is a stress in and of itself. So maybe that wouldn't be for you. There's people who journal about their dreams, who then will um, analyze those or take them to somebody to analyze their dreams. There's specifically like prompt journaling. So if you have trouble writing, this may be a good place to start. You can look up prompts online. You can talk to your therapist about specific things to write about. So each day you may pick a prompt, a sentence, a question, and you just answer the question. I actually couldn't find it um, at the moment when I went to look up my journals, but I have several of those ones that I've been given for like Christmas or holidays where, um, you know, it's, it's like a journal entry. Each page has a different question and you answer it. So the one I'm thinking of um, that I, I put somewhere and I can't find it is um, like a mom journal. So it's asking questions about me, about my life that is for my kids, like when they're older. So it's asking about my memories, my favorite this, my least favorite that. Um, and I write about it and I go to the next question. And so like, if you're having trouble and you just want to do something, you maybe have a journal like that where there are specific prompts and you're answering them and maybe they're for you personally, or maybe it's a gift for somebody else and it just gets you in the habit of writing something. So that's another type of journal. Um, there's, there's all their like tracking. Lots of people do like food diaries, mood diaries, um, like a daily routine diary. So if you're trying to track something, you're trying to keep track of like something that's going on, that may be a type of journal that you've participated in. I know I've done that. I know people who have done that. So you can find answers to different things when you are tracking any number of things going on in your life. Um, actually, another one that came to mind that I just now thought of that I started, I bought it back in 2020. So you know what that year was. 
Um, and I thought, yes, I'm going to do this. It was a five year journal. So I don't know if you've seen that. Every page has like five little sections on it and you can pick the year you start. And for five years, every day on that day, you are writing, you know, something about that day. And it only, it, the one I had was very small. Um, and so there were like two or three lines, so there wasn't a lot of space. So you just write something about that day. Maybe it's a feeling you can decide. And then you can go back over a five-year period and you can look at um, like what was happening on that day. You know, January 1st of 2020, of 2021, 22, 23, 24. Actually, I would have been finishing that this year. But I started it in 2020 and I got through, I don't know, the first week or two maybe of the pandemic. And I, I gave up. I wish I hadn't. I really wish I hadn't. Um, because that would have given some great insight and I would have been able to look back at like changes and things that were happening, but it was very frustrating for me. Um, it was for a lot of people. And so I stopped, I stopped doing that. Um, I, you know, looking back, I wish I hadn't, that would have been, um, a fun, fun time to like, look back and see what life had been like and what was going on. Um, uh, but I didn't. So, um, now I have a journal um, that has, you know, three-ish months of one section used. Um, so uh, I can either pick up where I left off uh, here soon, or I can um, get rid of it and maybe start a new one some other time. But there you go. So I'm probably, you know, I know there's lots of other types of journaling you can do. Um, I mentioned, what did I mention? Um, collaging. Collaging is a great way. Oh, there's another type of journal I also recently learned about where somebody bought an old, where you can buy an old book, um, you know, an actual book. And then rather than, um, like you don't tear anything out, but well, you could, but the idea there is that you create art and you create things on the page. And so maybe a page, you find certain words that stick out and that's part of the journal. Maybe you color all over it, you paint on a page, you know, maybe you cover it with different things. Like it's you, your choice. You can do whatever you want. Um, so I've seen different versions of that. And so your book that is flat by the end ends up being kind of thick and opened and, you know, maybe stuff sticking out of it. Um, it's a very creative type of experience. And so maybe that's the type of experience you want and that's something you're looking, looking for. So journaling can be, what I'm trying to say is journaling can be whatever you want it to be. Um, it doesn't have to fit into a specific niche. So when I recommend journaling, I talk about these types of experiences and things that you can do. It doesn't have to be a one size fits all. You can make it work for you and there's no judgment. It's all about you. You don't have to show your journal to anybody. You can, if you want to, but you don't have to. Um, so I brought some examples. This is my current one. This one was made um, special. So it has my name on it and there's a tree. Um, this was made by Re um, Reimagined by Luna. And so the, there's like hand torn paper in it. Um, and once this one is done, it'll be done. Like I can't replace the paper in it. I mean, I guess I technically possibly could. I'd have to reach out to her to do that. Um, <clears throat> this is one I previously did. So I have done ones, I did ones or I, I attempted to, it wasn't always the best at keeping up on it. So again, you, you have to monitor yourself, but I kept journals for when I was pregnant with each of my kids and tried to write in it while I was pregnant. And then kind of in the beginning weeks and months after they were born, 
Um, and you know, maybe it's something they will read. Maybe it's something they won't read. You know, I don't know, but I have one for each of my kids. This one is one where the book can come out. So it's just a cover and you can replace with a plain um, journal. And I started writing in this when I was doing a specific, um, I was doing like a no sugar January and I was just tracking what I was eating or not eating and how I was feeling. Um, but that one's pretty blank. Uh, so you can you know, reuse it, jump back in. It doesn't matter either. You know, you can tear pages out. You could just pick up where you left off. You know, you don't have to say, oh, well, I started this three years ago and I haven't got into it since, so I can't use it. You definitely can. There's no judgment. I have ones from high school. Um, I tend to like the rough edge pages, the more natural type of books. This one was really cool. You know, probably found this in a bookstore somewhere. This was made from a lacta plant. Um, that was pretty cool. This one, I don't know what this one was um, or when I wrote to it. Different people, um, this was in high school, different people write to different people. So maybe you write to a person you love. Maybe it's just Dear Diary. Maybe you write it to somebody who has died. Um, I know um, a lot of my journals growing up were to my mom because my mom had died. So it was, you know, hey mom, dear mom. Um, some people write to God. Some people um, don't write to anybody. It's just, you know, they start an entry. But again, no rules. Uh, this is a journal that I found that was my mom's. And um, this was before she got married when she was in college. So there's lots of, um, interesting things in here. So it's just nice to see what other people have written. She tracked some different things in the back of her book, like money she spent on a vacation. Um, so lots of different things you can do with a journal. Um, if you're not a physical journal person, there are options for you too. So like in general, supplies you would need would need be some kind of physical book, writing, journal, diary, whatever, lined, not lined, spiral bound, not spiral bound. It doesn't matter. It's up to you. Um, you can, you know, craft supplies, pen, pencil, writing utensil, art supplies, anything. doesn't matter. It's whatever works best for you. You may even find a, a certain type of pen that you like. I know I have a certain type of pen that I like. Um, there are some apps. So if you are more of the technology type person and you want to type it out or draw things. There's all different kinds of apps out there. A few that stood out to me were ones that, um, well, there's like note taking apps, which some people use as journals. So there's like Evernote and OneNote um, that you can do note taking or journaling in. Um, there is an app called Penzu, one called Stoic, and then period, S-T-O-I-C, period, and then, and then the dot, like a period. Um, that one's more about like personal reflection, CBT, like therapy skills, mindfulness skills, check-ins. Um, and then there's one called day one. That one was pretty popular looking in the apps. Um, and that's a, again, another virtual diary. All of those I think are password protected. So if you had them on your phone, you have to type in a special password to get to them. So um, sometimes that's really important to people. You don't want anybody snooping and seeing what you're writing. And a lot of the apps is more than just writing. So not only can some of them, you can physically write like with a um, digital pen, but some uh, like you can type, but you can add pictures, you can add 
um, drawings and other things into them. So that may be the route that you take. And then there's always like the notes on your phone. I know the iPhone has like the little notes section. Sometimes people journal in that and that's, they're fine with that. Um, some people, right, they want that password protected privacy. So um, lots and lots and lots of options out there for you for journaling. If you're listening today and you got all the way through, thank you for joining me. Um, I hope that you have learned something different about journaling and maybe it's changed your perspective about journaling and you would be willing to try something new, but don't give up. If it doesn't work the first time, it feels weird. Just remember that trying anything new can feel weird at first and it may take some time to get used to it. So give it that time. Try it at different points in your life. Try it at different points in the day when you're experiencing different moods. Maybe you have to be in a certain type of mood to journal um, or a different, certain place in your home or a certain time of day. So try different things out before you totally rule it out. I bet it can help you in some way, shape, or form if you give it a try and if you find the thing that works for you. Thank you for joining me today and talking about journaling. I hope you give it a try if you do. Please let me know what it was like for you and um, I'd be happy I'd be happy to hear about it. And I will see you again next week for our next episode of Cultivating Commons.